All right, we ready to go? Well, I'll just start this off and say uh, I totally forgot to write down topics. Oh boy! (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's okay because we have something very prominent to talk about today. Do we? Yes. What day is today, Cademan? We've been dating every episode. Oh, okay. Today is—is it May? May tenth. Uh huh. At eight oh four p.m. For people who don't know, eight. May 10th, I can't speak, this year. May 10th, Mother's this, Day. May 10th this year is Mother's Day. Yes, of 2020. It's always, it's always on a Sunday. Different different date every year, Cademan. <sighs> Great, I already fucked up. All right. <laughs> Roll the intro. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so yeah, today is Mother's Day. Have you have you wished your mother a very happy Mother's Day, Cademan? Um, so short answer is yes. Okay, good. Same um, here. And my name yeah. is you. Great. Yep. Same here. Mm-hmm. Um, long answer. Here we go. Is okay. my brother loves to, uh, I guess, make very much like get together tea party esque occasions. Mm-hmm. Um, and we've been spoiled with them during all this quarantine and everything. I can only imagine. Um, have, have you broken yep, out so, the scones yet? Uh, well, that's what we did today. Oh my god! Um, <laughs> I was just actually there was tea my, as well. I was just um, speaking out of my ass, man. Yep. Nope. Nope. It's it's true. Wow. Um, love to get to death. It's fun most of the time. Um, but usually it's like every so often, like we'll get one of those like big occasions, like a few times throughout the year. Mm-hmm. Um, but because he's had so much time on his hands, and we've all been home doing nothing, and there's been so many things like needing to be cheered up or little holidays or, you know, he has time to do another event. We've been getting tons. Um, oh my. So today I just helped him out with one and we did a little brunch for my mom. I made some, uh, French toasty and some eggs with cheese. Ooh. And, uh, and then my brother made, what he made cucumber sandwiches mm-hmm. and then I helped him make scones. And oh, then dang. he also made tea. So it was a pretty, you know, it was a decently big brunch, I guess. Nice. Um, uh, did you get, did you get like store-bought scones? No, no, no. We, we made them. It was the first time I've ever made scones from scratch. Uh, like, like store-bought dough or like from scratch? Like no. you made the bread? Yeah. No, I made the bread from scratch. Holy shit, man. That's awesome. It's actually not that difficult. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> it's one of those things where, like, you could probably make it for someone. They'd be like amazed, but actually, it's only like three ingredients, and and that's it. Well, I'm amazed, and I mean, yeah, I'm aware that you know, flour is maybe like flour, water, milk, or and maybe eggs. Yeah, like, I mean, it, it's like the standard stuff where it's like flour, yeah. baking powder, eggs, maybe some milk. Like, it's it's nothing crazy. Yeah, the real key is, you know, like uh, get it, getting that right consistency when you're kneading it, uh, for forming the glutenates. Yeah. Trying to speak like I know how to bake bread, but I really, I just watch, <laughs> I just watch cooking shows on YouTube sometimes. Now, I will say, because it was the first time we made this, it was a little dry, but mm-hmm. I wasn't that hurt by that just because like it's the first time I've ever made scones. So I was like, okay, I mean, now yeah, I know. dude, you, you freaking made, you made the shit out of those scones. Honestly, Pinterest. Nice. Did you? Uh, did did your mom like them? That's the that's the real thing, though. Uh, yeah, no, she, she liked them. It, it was more of like the action that she really enjoyed, but like she didn't dislike any of the food. She definitely had all of it. 
Good. It didn't make her bar for gag. Yeah, that would have sucked. Yeah. Um, no. <coughs> it's great. It's great. Oh, I was like, you good? You okay? Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm great. It just <coughs> really dry scones. All right. It's really bad scones earlier. <laughs> Oh, there there was another complication with the scones. Um, oh no, Mason very last minute. Yeah, Mason very last minute wanted to uh, make blueberry scones. Oh no! Which at first I was like, oh, that's not a problem. It. Yeah, I was like, at first, like that's not a problem. You just put blueberries in the scones. So I was right. You just put blueberries in the scones. But by the time that we were like forming them and like putting them on like an oiled pan and like making sure that like the the dough was right and everything, we just forgot to put them in. And so we like formed them all pretty, like pretty nice. And like, we put them on the, on the pan and then I was like, Oh, Mason, we forgot the blueberries. And he was like, Oh, whatever. Just put them on top. So oh, no, <laughs> we did like three blueberries on top and we were both kind of like, this probably isn't going to work. Um, but mm-hmm. then we cooked them and they just kind of, they just kind of sat on top of the scones, just, just <laughs> almost as if like you just put blueberries in a microwave and then you just put it on top of bread. Like so, I'm, so I'm that's, guessing that's that they rolled off. Uh, they didn't roll off. It was just like they obviously weren't like cooked within the dough as the dough rised. Like the fruit also rose in the oven. Oh, but it also but it stuck to the bread. Uh, well, be, I no, but I think it stayed on because it was so heavy. It like made a little indent in the bread. Okay, it it had its own little crater. Yeah, so like it you wasn't going anywhere. You didn't put it through the shake test or anything. Yeah, no. Well, all right, that is awesome, man. Oh, it's my man. little my little brunch. That's awesome. I'm glad I'm glad you I'm glad y'all are giving your mom some love. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, I'm not going to be with her for next Mother's Day or her birthday and possibly Christmas. So, mm. you know, got to make the most of it. Yeah, it would be kind of expensive to fly out to them, wouldn't it? Uh, well, the the original plan was going to be for them to fly here. But because yeah, most if, of your family's here, right? Exactly. So, yeah. but if the virus is still a thing and they need to stay behind once they get there, then, you know, whatever. In case of emergency, I have some, some like emergency ornaments that I'm keeping. Um, just for <laughs> emergency myself. ornaments. You know, in case I need to get a tree when yeah. they're not here. I'm just thinking of like pan- panic Santa. <laughs> I need Rudolph stat. They're not coming home for Christmas. Break glass. Where's Break the nearest? Glass. I need Tenzel. Tenzel. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, no. Just trying to make the most of it, you know. Yeah. Yeah, I, I know we all are. You know, the uh, the whole quarantine thing is particularly why we decided to start doing this podcast because you know it's now uh now among all other times is a great time for everyone to, you know, keep in touch and, you know, maybe, maybe our fans can get to know us a little more in a less, less of a professional, less of a professional light and more in a, Hey, we're just two dudes who are, you know, trying to get by and love making music, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I, I will say, I don't know if it's because of quarantine, but I've noticed that you've been very excited about this podcast as, as a recent just like, just like in comparison to other things, I've noticed you being like a lot more vocal about this than other things. And I'm like, oh, okay. He's really about this. 
Well, you know that there, there, there's a lot of elements to that. Uh, the first element is that uh, a podcast is not difficult to do by any means. the The most mm-hmm. difficult part is to be entertaining. You know, because you know, we, you and I, we could shoot the shit all we want, and we're we're very comfortable in silence around each other, which I think is a good is a hallmark of being good friends. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know, silence is not interesting to hear, and what whatever we talk about may also not be interesting to hear. So. The most pressuring thing is being able to talk about things that are interesting. Uh, right. But, you know, I'm not particularly worried about that. I, f- I at least believe that I can talk about some, I can carry a conversation and talk about things that other people may want to hear about. Uh, I suppose the numbers will tell later. <laughs> right. Well, I will say if we're, if we're thinking exciting things, I got a, uh, I got two exciting things coming up right now. Well, Okay, okay. Before that, uh, I just want to finish my thought. Uh, just before we get derailed, keep those in mind. Keep those in mind. Write them down. Write them down if you have to. Write them on your hand. I got it. I got okay, it. Okay. So I better not hear. I better not hear you forgot later. Uh, oh, I forgot it. So the reason, the particular. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Patrick. Okay. The uh, the main reason why I'm so excited for this, aside from it being you know relatively easy to do is that I am a huge fan of content creators in general, you know, the, and that's what, that's what we officially call like all the YouTubers and everything. The people Mm -hmm. who, you know, are like pseudo celebrities, like they make entertainment, but not through some big industry, like, you know, the filmmaking industry or the music industry, you know, they just do it through, uh, the platforms which are accessible to everybody, which the the most major of which right now is YouTube. And, you know, I've been watching content creators ever since I was a, a wee lad sitting in my room with my laptop up at, boy. up at 4 a.m. on a school night watching Su- Super Mario Bros. Z. Oh, you bad boy. Oh, man. Those those were the days. I watched those. I watched those so many times. I was so into spriting. Uh yeah, man, I've been uh, the the people I've watched have changed over the years, but I've always been a fan of content creation. And this, in a way, this podcast sort of gives me an opportunity to try it for myself. You know, podcasts are just another form of content. Eventually, I'd like to do you know other forms of things. Uh, you know, I have many different ideas for side projects I want to do, but this I feel like this is a great first step and a great stepping stone to get into the world of content creation and that really excites me to be able to do the things that the people i really admire do Mm -hmm. yeah that that's why i'm that that's generally why i'm so excited for this and also because i get to talk to you buddy in a manner that you know definitely won't make us want to rip each other's throats out over some (laughs) dumb little thing oh oh it's because of me it's because of me. Oh, oh, I'm out. I'm out. <laughs> Hello, fourteen over. That's it. Episode Done. Three. <laughs> Screw this podcast. Well, there goes the pressure. <laughs> okay, so that that I have spoken my piece. Um. Well, my two my two exciting things um, okay, are two, both kind of. That. Yeah my my two exciting things are both I guess sort of Hollow fourteen related, but they're more mm-hmm. just just me related. Hey man, it can be um, whatever you want. Mm-hmm. So so one. Um, I guess if you, if anyone follows me on Instagram or anything like that, I am, uh, excuse me, I am currently repainting my guitar at the moment. Uh, um, you've been on that for a while, but you're finally getting to it. Uh, yeah. So I, the original plan was going to be like, oh, I'm just going to beat it up. Basically like do like a shitty relic to it 
And then, you know, it'll still be like unsellable, but like it won't look bad. Like I still like that look. Yeah. Um, you, were, you want to explain the reason why you wanted to do that? Oh, I mean, so that way I would never sell it. I mean, cause like yeah. that, like I, I would get no money out of that. So I was like, if I beat it up, but it still sounds fine and looks fine, then like, I'm not going to be able to sell it. And it, it plays so well. Yeah, um, and, you, and you love the thing and you mm. just didn't want to sell it out of getting tired of it. Right. Exactly. Um, cause I, I knew just like, it just played so well, like just with my playing and, and the, the feel of the next, so I was like, yeah, you it can reminds- obviously have other guitars, but like that one was like something that I always felt very comfortable with. Yeah. It reminds me of all the, uh, rappers who, you know, get face tattoos. So it's, they've got the mentality of, well, now I can't get a real job. So this has to be what I do. I got to make it or make it, mm-hmm. but to a much lesser degree. <laughs> right. Um, so you're, you're, you're painting it now. Yeah. So, oh yeah, that's where I was. So I was relicking it, just like beating it up and scratching it, maybe sanding it a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, and then since we're sitting around, I was like, you know what? I think I've, I've researched enough about painting guitars that I think I could probably do an okay job. And, uh, if it ends up terrible, well then I just have a weird looking guitar. And then maybe in the future I can either get a replacement one or I can just get the seven string version or, you know, whatever, like not the end of the world. Um, so since we have so much time, I was like, I might as well do it now. So, uh, currently the whole body is completely sanded to the wood. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, so is the top of the neck cause I have to match it. And then, uh, I'm going to start the first coat of like primer you and everything the head. tomorrow. The headstock. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm going to do the first, first set tomorrow. Uh, what color are you doing? So I did a little poll on my Instagram, um, where like a lot of people just kind of said a bunch of colors, but, uh, but the one that kind of stuck with me, someone described it as periwinkle. Oh, Um, dude, dude, (laughs) you, you know, what's funny about that is, uh, as you were talking about painting, it was like, Hmm, I'm thinking he's going to paint it like a Robin's egg blue or something. Which close. You would just, it is eerily close to periwinkle. Mm-hmm. So I'm just in utter amazement of how well I know you to the de- the degree to which I can guess what paint you're going to put on your guitar. I knew I wanted like some kind of faded retro color. I just didn't know which shade to go with. But uh, but someone mentioned Periwinkle and I looked up some guitars that were colored that way. And I was like, you know what? That's badass. It is better with like white contrast so like white pickup rings or or stuff like that like it's better with that aspect but you know with the black hardware and everything i think it'll still look dope um so yeah primer starts tomorrow nice nice you already got all the supplies and everything Mm -hmm. yeah yeah yeah. the the thing i'm most afraid of actually is uh standing in between coats Mm. um that's the thing i'm most worried about not really for the primer and everything, but like there's a lot of paint that goes on the actual color. And then you're basically just going down grades of, of sandpaper until it's basically like as smooth as you can get it without feeling sticky, like paint. Yeah. Um, so it's like starting off like really sanded and then you get to just like the super like micro sanding that you do in crevices and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so I am a little worried about that just cause that's like the final look. Um, but other than that, you know, I'm yeah. fine. So ultimately you're going to end with a matte finish, right? 
Yeah, it's going to be a matte finish. I'm probably still going to do some kind of clear coat over it, but that's not going to be any kind of gloss or anything I mean, like that. I mean, yeah, you want to protect it. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, I'm pretty sure, yeah, a glossy finish was uh, definitely not your intention, even towards the start of this process. Mm-hmm. And also, uh, like, the the original color is like a satin finish, so I already feel like that look kind of, like, makes the guitar look nice. I'm just going to change the color under it. Yeah. Uh, did you still, so you, right now you've got, uh, all of the electronics removed. So I removed the pickups and then what I've done is I'm just, uh, taping over the electronics that are actually inside the guitar. Um, just cause I felt like I didn't know enough about the way that the pickups were routed cause it's a five way. Mm-hmm. Um, I just didn't know enough about how much like pickups were routed. I've never actually like installed pickups before. So yeah. I was like, I don't want to mess up that part. Cause I think if there was going to be something I would fuck up, that would be the most expensive part to redo. Yeah. Um, so currently it's all kind of taped under the taped under where the hole usually is. And then once I'm done with everything, then that'll just come off. Um, so yeah. All right, cool. Yeah. Did you still, did you still want to go for those, uh, piezo pickups? Yeah, I think that'll be cool. Oh, that's, oh, that's a good point. Yeah, like while we're going so through much all better, this. Uh, it'd be so much better to do it before I painted it. Are you sure? Because I feel, I don't know if, I mean, I feel like it doesn't matter if you do it before or after. So I found out that there was already a, just like while like taking off hardware and, and sanding everything, I learned that there was actually a ground, like, like a ground cable being sent to the bridge mm-hmm. just because of the, just because of the metal. I wasn't aware of that. I thought it was sent to somewhere else in the pickup slot. Um, so there's already like a decent size hole right there. Um, so I'm thinking this might be like the easiest thing ever where like installation might just literally be replacing the saddles and trying to extend that hole and then putting the wires from the saddles through there. Mm-hmm. Um, which if so, like, dude, what is that? That's going to be 10 minutes. Um, we, we would just have to do it. I mean, yeah, the real tricky part is uh, doing what you wanted to do originally, if you still want to do that, where you have two outputs, one of which is acoustic and the other is electric. Right. Like, is yeah, that I mean, still what you want to do? Mm-hmm. Yep, 100%. Okay. All right. Um, yeah, there's just a lot of options for that. Like, in terms of, like, uh, like, being a mixer and everything, I think there's a lot of options when you're, when you're mixing, like, in post where you can blend certain parts between like, do you want this to sound really gnarly, like a bridge pickup, like how most distorted guitars sound, or do you want this to sound really like kind of like string type, like clanky, um, with a lot of clarity. And then those can be two different tones that you can now go in between. Um, so like, for example, I've been, I've been messing around with like the, like, uh, detuning guitars now. So Mm -hmm. like, I've been like, when you think about amateur mixes, you think of like, the bass is sitting at like low lows. And then you think of guitars very safely sitting in like the mid to high mid section. Um, but then what lacks is a lot of low mid. Um, so I've, I've worked on that with mixing and like I, I did that in classes too, but the way that I've been thinking of it in terms of like heavy music is like another cool sound you can make. It's not really like a mixing thing. It's, it's a, it's a flat out style where you can now tune up parts of the bass and then tune down parts of the guitar. And it creates this just like 
super like unedited, like almost like really low tuned grungy, like, like nineties grunge kind of thing. Um, and then you can just filter those parts to just be in the low mids. So now you have that kind of like wall of sound types thing. Um, so with the, with the piezo in there, it actually helps a lot with like high end clarity. And then if you were to detune, the bridge can still be used as like the good signal to detune for like low mids and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, so I'm very excited to experiment with that. Yeah. And I mean, if you, you, I mean, the, so the way I've typically seen from my very limited research on uh, piezo pickups is, you know, when you have the most of the ways that they're installed is you put them through the same output and then you just have a switch, whether you want it to be acoustic or electric output. Yeah, it's usually and, like a switch or a blend. Yeah, but what you what you can do with um, by having them on separate outputs is you can record them both at the same time. So the acoustic and the electric part are completely synced in term uh in terms of, you know, when the when the notes are hit, how hard they're hit. It's just exactly completely, completely identical. It allows you to create like a stereo image with one DI, if that makes any sense. Yeah. Um, which when you think of it that way, like, dude, that's so invaluable. <laughs> like that's that's awesome. I think um, I think the term you're looking for is valuable because invaluable means nothing. Uh, the term I'm looking for is fucking rad. <laughs> um, the term I'm looking for is uh, fuck you. Is a totally tubular, gnarly, out of this universe, space jammerific. I've been I've been watching a lot of the uh, like the the VFX artists react to blank. Mm-hmm. Um, those are so funny. I like especially now that I've been researching like more like video softwares and stuff, like I'm now starting to understand where like some of the terminology they talk about. And I'm just like, Oh man, this actually is pretty funny. Nice. Yeah, man. That well, so yeah, that's, that's pretty awesome, man. I, I am, I am personally excited to, uh, you know, get that installed in your guitar. Cause I'm going to help you with that. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So being, being the one with a degree in computer engineering here. Yes. I would much prefer that you put your hands on it than me. Yeah. Um, now I will say, I think, so now that I'm thinking about it logically, as, as I was just talking through it with you, I actually don't think the paint matters. I would just need to take off strings and remove the bridge again. That would yeah, be the on, only, that'd be honestly, the only thing. Honestly, I, I would kind of prefer putting it in after just cause you'd get a more, you'd get a better finish on the paint doing it before there are extra electronics in there. Right, you know, and there's less risk to those electronics. Yeah, it's a good point. Yeah, I don't, I don't think it's too much of an inconvenience. Whatever you have to do to get the get it set up afterwards. The only, the only concern would be scratching the paint in the process of installing the new output port. But I don't think that's a problem if we just go slow and be careful about it. I'm not too worried about that, honestly. I mean, if if you're still going for the weathered look, then it doesn't even matter. That would just help. Right. Yeah, it's it's still gonna look pretty like faded. Um, the color I did end up getting is slightly darker than I had pictured in my head, um, but at the same time, some sanding might actually bring that out. Yeah, then wouldn't you just you know apply fewer coats? Um, you could. Um, at the same time, they usually recommend that you do more coats than you think because you sand down a lot to make it fully even. Um, just because like I'm using like spray paint cans, I'm not using like really nice high quality stuff. 
Yeah. Um, so sometimes a lot of that can be inconsistent with like, you know, like the horn carves and stuff like that. Yeah. How are you thinking of spray painting it? Like what's your setup for this? So I actually just figured that out today, which is why I was going to start priming tomorrow. Yeah. Um, my original idea, because my, my uh, family just got rid of a bunch of tools because they're about to move. Um, I was like, so originally my plan was I was going to build a little tarp square, like a, like a little tarp room Mm -hmm. from the bars that were holding up my garage door in the garage. Yeah. Um, so it's like, it's isolated. It's not outside, whatever. Um, and then that'll just be like my little space for a week while I fix this. Mm -hmm. Um, but we got rid of much tarps and I already spent some money. I also don't want to spend too much money during the crisis and everything. Very true. Um, so on the budget that I had, I was like, well, I already spent a bunch of money on the spray paint and sandpaper and I've already spent a bunch of time sanding it all. So like I'm doing it now. Um, I figured the easiest way is to do the coats, like physically spray the coats outside, holding it by like, like a, a thread, like a, a nail inside where the neck usually, usually yeah. goes. Yeah. And then you thread up free hanging. Yep. And then to let it dry. It wouldn't be outside. I would, after I then sprayed the coat, I would then bring it inside to, to, uh, basically to rest. Of course, carrying it by the hook. Right. Exactly. Yeah. You wouldn't want to get your fingerprint on anything. Mm -hmm. And then there's also hooks inside my garage that are already on the ceiling. So I can just hang them from there. It'll be a super easy process. Yeah. Just bear in Um, mind that that hook is going to get spray painted. Uh, oh no, not that hook. I'm saying there's hooks in the garage that I can let it sit on while it's uh, drying. Well, the paint's still going to get on it. But no, I'm thinking always, like having, you can I'm thinking having like, like, oh no, I'm Are saying you, hanging the, hanging the thread by the hook. Oh, okay. Uh, you know, you know what you could also do is instead of using a thread, you could use, you could take a, an old wire coat hanger and uh, bend that into a hook. Mm-hmm. Yep. And that would that would provide a little more stability and I think that would be easier to like take in and out rather than, you know, threading threading something through and then having to tie it off every time. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, whatever works. I have yeah. You've tons of different ways I could do it. Yeah. Mhm. Yeah, all the all this talk of uh all this talk of, you know, uh personal projects, especially with uh working with wood. Uh I actually am doing a woodworking project right now as well. Mm, tell me more okay so okay let me give you the deets <laughs> so uh at work you know at my nine to five uh i work as an engineer and <laughs> at at work uh okay that's enough of that <laughs> yeah that's enough <laughs> i was gonna be like i was gonna be like when's he gonna stop <laughs> i'm pretty sure that's what the audience was thinking too <laughs> yeah oh god uh, please so, no so i went to work and um Originally, you know, we were working at like an older office, which was pretty sizable for a small company, but kind of like the general atmosphere of the place was baby barf, like in that, okay. that color. It was gross. We had like old wooden desks and everything, you know, whatever, whatever the old tenants left behind. Then we merged with our new company and we moved to their office. And let me tell you, that was a huge upgrade because now I ha- now have an office with a view. Mm. And with that move came standing desks. Every nice. one of us got a standing desk. And, you know, some of us make more use out of it than others. Uh, I, I know some guys who are literally using the standing desk all day and some who just forewent a standing desk because they said, I don't want it. But 
I love the standing desk, you know, um, and I love that I can change it. You know, it's it's like if I get tired of standing, I can sit. And if I, you know, I'm tired of if my butt's hurting, like on that flight to, uh, to and from Iceland, then I can <laughs> uh, stand up. If you want more details on that, go back and listen to episode two of the podcast. Yeah, episode where two. I, where I talk about my trip to Scandinavia. Real interesting episode. Shout out to Tim. <laughs> I forgot about Tim. <laughs> yeah, fucking, fucking wild Tim. Whoa, it's Tim. Sweet banger Tim. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But yeah, uh, so I, I love my standing desk at work. So I was like, fuck, man, my productivity at work went up, went, went far up when I had that standing desk. So you know what? I want a standing desk at home, too. So, so you're going to build I, one? Yes. Oh, but not in the way that not in the most not in the impressive way that you're thinking where I'm not like the traditional like Ikea manor. Well, actually, okay, kind of. Let me explain. Uh, I'm not building it from the ground up. You know, I'm not not like fabricating the components and like buying a motor and then putting it in the desk or anything. I'm not going that deep. Uh, Basically, what I'm doing is I bought a frame uh, from Amazon it was a Vivo frame, holds up to 176 pounds. You know, it's got the motor in it and everything. Wow. It's got a warranty. Uh, I And that was actually really easy to assemble. And uh, now I, but the thing was, I couldn't find a desktop that I liked. Uh, and that costed under like $500. And I was like, Fuck, I do not want to spend over 500 I don't want to spend more than $300 on a desktop. Yeah, yeah. But I also wanted one that would last me for a long time, you know? One that, you know, I could even potentially hand down to my kids if I ever had them. Uh, so I was like, okay, maybe I can make a desk. Because all the cool desks that I found on Reddit, were, I'd ask them like, yo, where'd you get that fucking desktop that's amazing? They'd be like, I made it. And I'd be like, oh, shit. So uh, I went in search of people who know more about woodworking because I don't know shit. I am not at all a handyman. I am the kind of handyman where I can say I hung a picture once. Like I I, I have hung a shelf. I found studs. (laughs) Are you proud of me, mom? (laughs) Are you proud of me? I know how to use a drill. Look, I hung a picture. I hung a big. I put up a mirror. I mean, I'm not terrible. Like I, I'm at the level of like, you know, got a guy from our generation in his twenties. You know, because unless unless we had like dads who were super into woodworking, we didn't really learn any of those skills. Like you, you definitely have some of those skills. Your dad built a freaking bench. I mean, yeah, I was just around it a lot, and like I think a lot of what I wanted to learn, like. What, like, as I was growing up, I knew I wanted to make by myself. I just started researching out of fun. So now I just know a decent amount. Nice. I mean, yeah, I should really get into that too. But for now, I was like, I need to find someone who knows more about this. So mm-hmm. as it turns out, so I was, uh, so, you know, at my work, there like 90% of the people there don't go anymore, you know, because, you know, telework and the, and the, right, virus right. And everything. So, uh, sometimes on Fridays, my mentor will, Caught will hit everyone up like let's have a quote unquote lunch meeting where we all just hop on our uh you know our speaker of ch- our software of choice and 
get a, all get together and have lunch together over a conference call. And I was like, cool. So we were having one of these and shooting the shit. And then I was like, Hey, uh, long shot. Does anyone here, is anyone here good with woodworking? And, uh, there was a resounding silence. And then one of them was like, if you want, if you want to know someone good with woodworking, asks. Okay. So hold on. Uh, in editing cave I'm going to need you. To bleep <laughs> oh, out oh sorry. Name. I went too far. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to need you to bleep out that name in editing. Okay. Uh, I'll change and it from, to Tim again. <laughs> Tim. Okay. Yeah. So from now on, we're going to call this person, Tim. Right. So, uh, it's, it's that, that'll get confusing if we ever reference him in the future. I'm going to call him Tom, right? Brad Pitt. Okay. We're going to call him Brad. Okay. So Brad. So I, Brad. so they're like, yeah, d- ask, ask, um, no, I don't want, I don't want to go with Brad. Why are we uh, spending so much time in the name? Just fucking that's a good point. choose a name. <laughs> okay. We're going to go with Bill by the science guy. Okay. So they're like, ask, Bill. right. Uh, so, so I asked, Bill. uh, and he's like, and he said, oh, yeah, no, I love work woodworking. And uh, he's in an upper position from me. So it was kind of weird asking someone who may be considered my boss uh, if I if they could help me with a personal project. But they were all for it. And so uh, long story short, they recommended a place for me to get some wood. So I went over there. Uh, I met a guy. And we'll call him Tom. And Tom nice. helps me helps me pick out a bunch of woods for like a couple wood planks for this desk. And it's going to be, I, I had to figure out the dimensions. I figured out it was 32 inches by 64 inches. It's going to be an inch thick. That's a decent uh, desk. Yeah, no, it's going to be, it's going to be a nice desk. And uh fun story about how I picked out the woods. I was just, no, I was just like, I explained the situation to him. I'm like, okay, I've got this frame and I want to put this, make this desk out of it. It's like, all right, so let me see what I got. He pulls out a plank of walnut. I'm like, okay, cool. Walnut, pretty standard for wood. Uh, <laughs> pretty standard wood there. <laughs> yeah, pretty, yep, that's, you know, pretty, pretty yeah. standard for wood. If I yeah, that's, it myself. yeah that, that's wood, all right, yeah. Oh, maple? That's boring. Been there. Yeah. Oh, no, I did get maple. Maple was in there, too. Oh, okay, good, good. Uh, so yep. I was, was going to yeah. say. I got some cherry. Uh, it's actually it's actually a light cherry. It's really surprising, you know. Cherry, you normally think it's red, reddish, but this was very light. I did get a reddish wood, and the reddish wood that I picked was. And let me know if you've heard of this before. It's paduk. Yeah, I know paduk wood. You actually know paduk wood. Yeah. Oh uh, shit. Uh, yeah. So, uh, Rabir Masad in mm-hmm. the UK, he his signature Chapman guitar is one of the only guitars like. Just like on the market that has a Paduke neck because they're super stable. Dang. Well, that's awesome because that's awesome for my desk then because I got a lot of Paduke. And nice. the whole reason I got it was because, uh, he, you know, while Tom was pulling out planks of wood, I uh, just saw a really nice red plank of wood leaning up against the wall with a price tag on it. And I was like, what's that? <laughs> I want that one. <laughs> I want that one. Like, this is really nice. So I picked that one out and I got another plank of it and I was like, fuck Ooh. yeah. I'll send you a picture. I'll send you a picture of it later. Uh, yeah, please do. But oh my God, it is such a pretty wood and it went so well with the maple and the cherry and the walnut. So I got four different types of wood. Uh, so, and uh, yesterday, uh, this was like two weeks ago, you know, my, this, this guy, uh, Jacob is a very busy man. So it was hard for him to find time for me to come over to his place and start building this thing. Mm-hmm. So I finally got around to it yesterday morning. 
got a bright and early, made, met him over, met him over at his house at nine, and we that and we cranked it out. We cut everything down to size and drilled in the divots for the biscuits. So the, and, the biscuits, yeah. The oh, so you don't know what the biscuits are? I don't. Please. Okay, so when you're putting planks of wood together, you know, especially if they're in like the thick orient, the thickness orientation, mm-hmm. uh, you're going to want to put biscuits, which are little wooden di- little oblong wooden ovals, you know, basically biscuit shaped, mm-hmm. uh, in be- in in between the pieces of wood such that the wood oh, okay. is all level and so that it do, you know it's it all stays like flat. Yeah. So you cut uh we en- what well, we ended up cutting maybe 10 holes on ev- on either side of every piece of wood except for the ends and those and he he demonst- Jacob demonstrated to me how the biscuits are going to fit in there very tightly and he's also going to glue them in there. Yeah, and those are all going. Those are going to primarily hold the wood together. Of course, we're also going to apply some glue between the wood, but those are definitely going to make it like one solid piece of wood, one solid desktop. Yeah, yeah, I've definitely seen this before. I just didn't know they were called biscuits. Yeah, they're called biscuits, and that reminds me, I actually told him I would order more because we were using all of his. Oh, so, don't you know, forget. I want, yeah, I want to be. I want to be nice. I want to, you know. He said he wouldn't charge me for the work we were doing because it's as hot. <laughs> he wouldn't charge you. Ah, unintentional pun. Play the unintentional pun noise. I gotta. No, never mind. I was make, gonna make a really bad joke. Make the unintentional pun noise. <laughs> <laughs> Too many sound effects. I'm gonna have to make a whole like podcast soundboard. Dude, dude, that'd be amazing. I'll put the fuck back in there. Fuck in it. It's gonna sneak in every now and uh, and every now and then. Yeah, you know, you never know when it's coming. Oh yeah, <laughs> you never know when the fuck is coming. Oh no, no, I am too childish. It's okay. Except that's an adult joke. Oh yeah, yeah. That's that's as far as we got. Uh, you know, yesterday we, we were only doing it for about two and a half hours, uh, but we got pretty far, uh, managed to, managed to cut my hand trying to catch a falling board. So that was fun. Oh, commitment. Yeah. Commitment. Yeah. Oh man. My, my hands have been getting massacred over the past few days. Cause I also have the task of producing my company's mainline product, which involves, uh, some sharp metal and some Oof. fiberglass. So, you know, I, I ended up slicing up my hands a little bit. Thankfully, you were, a, you were in a mask for that. Uh, yeah. Yeah. For the, uh, fiberglass drilling part. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I don't, don't inhale any of that. Cause, uh, you know, that stuff, that stuff itches. It's, it's micro cuts. Indeed. Indeed. That in your lungs, people are going to, you're going to cough and people are going to think you have coronavirus and beat you up. I don't think they would beat you up. I hope they don't beat you up. I don't know, people like you heard you heard about that towards the beginning of this uh, book, right? Where that's a like, good point. Yep. You know, if you were out in public and you coughed and people were like, He has coronavirus, kick the shit out of him because he's being yeah. inconsiderate. I hope that was just like a short thing. I hope like a few people did it and then everyone else was like, All right, fuck off. Yeah, I, I haven't I haven't heard much about it in the news lately. Then again, the news might not be covering it anymore just just because yeah. you know, that's that's old news. Yeah, who knows? Yeah. 
yeah, who knows? But yeah, that's that's what I've been up to. Uh, it's probably going to take a while for the desk to get finished because, like I said, Jacob is a busy man, and uh, you know we gotta we gotta find time. I try to keep my schedule open for him, but you know it's we we got to meet a couple days still to get this done. Like he said, he admitted that sanding is probably going to take at least half a day, if not more. Oh yeah, just for sure. Everything down. I made a mistake of uh of hand sanding parts of my guitar with a 60 grit, Mm -hmm. which is like super harsh and, uh, didn't wear any kind of protective gloves. And for a good day, day and a half, my fingers were just like raw. Like it was so bad. It was so bad. I thought I had like permanently damaged like layers of skin, but then after like a few showers, it kind of went back to normal. I don't know if you can hear it, but I'm pressing F. Uh, I couldn't put thanks for sharing my respects. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All you memers out there will get that one. Um, the other slightly exciting thing I was yeah. doing today was I think I'm going to order myself. Um, I'm going to start ordering myself some self-delivered, self-delivered. It's not called self-delivered, just some delivery coffee um, mm-hmm. by a local roaster that I've actually had for a while called lexington coffee roasters lexington coffee roasters do you know lexington coffee roasters no oh great (laughs) um i just want to sound excited for it well they're in lexington virginia and they're super classy they're super nice Lexington, virginia Mm -hmm. i don't know where that is oh you don't oh i thought you were being sarcastic that time no Uh, (laughs) no still don't know anything about it it's a it's down south um south no way i know where this is that (laughs) yes um but yeah no just super nice place and then i was on their website recently just looking at like if for our move if i wanted to keep ordering their stuff like how much how much it would be Mm -hmm. and uh not that bad pretty standard prices like basically the same as going to a store um maybe like two bucks more or something but basically the same Mm-hmm. And then I looked on their thing and it's like subscriptions. And I was like, subscriptions, like, like a newsletter. And they were like, no, you can choose automated days on deliveries and we can do free shipping to you if you get like 20 bucks worth. And one bag was like 13 or something. So I was like, bro, two bags last me like a month and a half, two months. And then do that every so often with free shipping. Heck yeah. And uh, it's pretty bomb. It's pretty bomb coffee. So I think when we move, I might start switching to that. Hey, I'm probably going to switch to that uh, Dunkin' Donuts uh, cold coffee that I bought. I'm almost do they man? Do they sell that in like grocery stores? Yeah, that's where I got it. I went to uh, yeah, I went to Safeway and uh, I got uh, you know I got I was going for my regular Starbucks cold brew because I like coffee, but I only like it cold. That, that this, was, this took a very long time to figure out for people that, who didn't know. That took a very long time. And that's that that's another story I'll tell in a bit. But I went to Safeway, you know, to get my Starbucks cold brew, and they had a lot of options. And I was like, well, fuck, I've only ever had the Starbucks cold brew. What else is out there? So I got some I got some Dunkin' Donuts original. I got some of another kind that I didn't recognize the brand, so I can't exactly name drop them right now. Was it a tiny but, bottle? No, it was about the same size as the other ones. Mm, okay. Uh I'll I'll tell you I'll tell you about it later, but 
Uh, I got another kind that I still have yet to try, but I definitely loved the Dunkin' Donuts one over the Starbucks one. And I guess that makes sense because Dunkin' Donuts is famous for its coffee. Yeah. I mean, hey, I'm not a fan, but I will I will respect your choice. And <laughs> I will say this? Dunkin' Donuts coffee is better than no coffee. So Why do you make this sound like a political debate? <laughs> it's It's less of a political statement and it's more of just like, it's 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 like the same thing as like when people are like, "What, Will? You don't like chocolate?" Oh, it's yeah. like, it's it's the same thing. It's it's not like it's not like a like a a this or that thing. It's just like, what? How how is that even possible? What you you enjoy that? I don't know, um, man. You know, when I was when I was in the womb and I was picking my stats, you know, it was, <laughs> <laughs> it was either like in high, heightened intelligence or likes chocolate, and you know, I made my choice. Wow, that reminds know. me of that uh, that reminds me of that Jumanji scene in like the the Jumanji movie, the the remake, the new where one they look with, at their stats. Well, it's not much of it's not much of a remake. It's recon. Yeah, it was it was a whole new concept, but they kept the yeah. name. Yeah, when they were looking at their stats. Yeah, and they were like, oh what? yeah, and, strength, and Kevin Hart's strength character 10. was like, is like his weakness was cake. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine if chocolate was my weakness, and I just exploded when I ate it. The rocks was something like strength is stare. <sighs> yeah. Weakness, nothing. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what it was. <laughs> yeah. Just reminded me of that. Just like in the womb, just like, hmm, what do I want my strengths to be? Yeah. It's like oh, cake. Well, I can't have that. That's a weakness. Yep. But no, I don't like chocolate for anyone who doesn't. And I don't like peanut butter. Those are the two things I don't like. Yeah. So so Reese's are your enemy, basically. Oh, absolutely. I fucking hate Reese's I so I actually want you to confirm this I recently had a conversation with my family and they were like so we've seen Will eat like small desserts here and there Mm -hmm. but we know that he doesn't like chocolate or peanut butter which are like you know a decent amount of desserts yes so they they specifically asked they were like so do you have like a list or like like what kind of desserts he actually enjoys and too much like just on the top of my head I was like well I know he likes some ice creams and then I know he likes cookies, and then I know he likes pies. Yes. Are there are there any other big ones that I missed? Because those are the ones I said. Um, I I mean I like other smaller subset things like um I like pastries, you know okay. those sorts of things. Uh, I like I like bagels or donuts if you could consider those desserts. I feel like those really are desserts. Those are like a that's like a breakfast thing. Yeah, I mean it it, it depends. Um, but. It base, the basic rule is uh, for like bread based desserts mm-hmm. if it's like a sugary bread based dessert with like a hint of fruit to it I will love it okay okay so you know you like cheesecake with stro- with raspberry jam fucking love it mm. like apple scones um, apple pie where the ratio of apple to sugar is you know maybe leaning a little bit more towards sugar you know, it's now, thing. preservatives if, are really strong, so I don't like super fruity things. Now, okay, that kind of answers some of my questions. Because I was going to say, what if you switched it up? What if instead of bread-based stuff, it was like dairy-based stuff? So you're looking so, at like Froyo, some cakes, ice cream, like... Well, my favorite my favorite kind of milkshake and ice cream is strawberry. Okay. Uh, it used to be vanilla, but, you know, re- more recently, like, I think ever since I had that strawberry milkshake from Five Guys in Toronto. Oh, dude, that shit is bomb. Downtown, 
that changed my whole worldview. Now it's all about Dude, that strawberry. Because strawberry, so bomb. it's like, you know, it's it just gets back to that thing with that light fruit flavoring. It's like, you know, it's not super, it doesn't bite you like a strawberry preserve or jam would, but it's still got that like flavor to it. Well, don't that they is, put like real berries in it? I, I think so, because you can like taste chunks of it. Like you can feel yeah, chunks I was, in the texture. Yeah, I remember that too. I'm pretty sure they actually do put like chops of strawberries in them. Yeah, no, it's that is so good. If y'all never had a Five Guys milkshake and you have the opportunity to, why haven't yeah. you? Dude, that shit is bomb. Unless you're lactose intolerant, in which case my condolences. No, do it. Do it anyway. <laughs> suffer. <laughs> you will suffer for the things you like. It's like it's like those people, uh is it you? No, it's it's someone I know. Where they're they're slightly allergic to avocado, but they eat it anyway. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh I am slightly allergic to avocado, yes. Okay, I think that was you then, and, yeah. And other fruits actually. Like if I ate a raw apple, my lips would be my lips would be tingling and puffing up a bit, my mouth would feel weird, my stomach would hurt a little bit. Yeah. I can't, I can't like there's a lot of it's like citrus, I think, that I can't eat raw. So like I can't eat raw fruit, but if you cook it, you cook out most of the citrus, so I'm fine. Yeah, yeah. Like you know, I still get guacamole at Chipotle because that's good. That's more like citric, though, when you think about it. It's like salty and citric. Yeah. Well, citrus. It's back to that thing. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's, uh, I don't know what it is. I, 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 I didn't used to be that way. I used to love apples, just like, you know, eating a raw apple. But uh, in more recent years, it's just been hard for me to eat it. Yeah. I don't know if I, 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 I can also say. Yeah. It's, it's the same for my sister, too. Hmm. I actually talked with her about it and she sort of has the same thing. Yeah. I mean, I, I can definitely see where you're coming from where like not eating an apple whole because I'm also like that. But for mm-hmm. me, it's not like, it's not like an allergy. It's not like lips puffing. It's not like a lips puffing up. It's like my teeth start, like they have that like film on them after I yeah. bite into an apple. But, um, but sliced apples, even if it's the same fucking thing it doesn't affect me yeah sliced apples definitely uh lower the effect because you know then i then i can avoid getting it on my lips yeah and like to an extent my gums so you know it's a little better so i will prefer a sliced apple but you know yeah yeah, when you cook it it's absolutely fine and like if you put a strawberry in a milkshake it's absolutely fine for me bomb yeah buddy what was that? Oh yeah, I, uh, let's circle back. Uh, we wanted to. You mentioned that uh, it took us a long time to figure out that I don't that I only like coffee when it's cold. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, so as, yeah, you want to tell us? Yeah, I mean, I can start it. So, like, okay. as a as a background, basically, when I got back from Toronto, I was like, "There's got to be something that you enjoy." that gives you another satisfaction or a similar satisfaction that you get from Coke Zero. Because people who don't know, that's what Will used to drink a lot of. Ever since Um, I was like 13, I have been addicted to it. Yeah, it was like a lot. Like it was a lot of Coke Zero. To the point where I was Um, drinking like five or six cans a day. The man was known for it. Yes, Um, I was. I very much was. (laughs) Oh, the, the Coke Zero guy? Oh yeah, that guy's cool, yeah. Yeah, no, I literally, I, I actually felt like a cult leader sometimes because I would introduce people to Coke Zero. They didn't know it existed. Mm-hmm. And then 
weeks later, I'd hear like, yo, I now drink that all the time. And I just, I feel kind of proud, but also kind of bad. Cause I'm like, well, now you're in the same rabbit hole as me. Fuck. It's a bittersweet thing where they're like, yes. Oh shit. I'm so sorry. I feel like I just introduced a drug addict to cocaine. (laughs) What the fuck? Yep. Um, so he, he was drinking that for years. And then when I got back, I was like, there's gotta be something that's like, like at least slightly healthier. That's not like a soda or anything like that. And we really got like down to like, like actual like distinctions and like likes and dislikes of everything. And it's like, what are the things that like deep down you actually like, like what, what is the thing in Coke Zero that gives you physical satisfaction? And it was like a huge rabbit hole. Like I was talking about like tea, other kind of drinks. I was talking about water. Yeah. Sparkling water was a good one because of the carbonation. Like we went down a bunch of stuff. That I remember that we went, we walked over to a 7 Eleven, bought some Perrier, and I drank it on the way back. And I was just mad at it. I was legitimately angry at the drink because <laughs> I would get the carbonation, and then my brain would say, Oh, now here comes the syrupy flavor. And then it didn't come. And I was just upset every time I drank it. It's like, it's like taking away a cigarette from a smoker. It's like, what yeah. do you mean? <laughs> well, it's like if you took the nicotine out of the cigarette, it's like, you know, you're still you're still getting the feeling, the texture of the cigarette, but you're not getting the thing that gives you the high. Right, exactly. Um, so then I started to think about coffee. One because I love coffee, and I figured that it would be a much easier friendship and household if we were both super into coffee. Um and before before this kind of stuff happened, I already knew that he had liked chai tea lattes on occasion. Oh, I absolutely um, loved chai tea lattes. I still do. Don't have them as yeah. often. It's 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 a different thing, in my opinion. It's like it's like it's like a different uh, yeah, like a I different mean, vibe. It's a sugary drink. It's something I now consider treating myself to. Ever yeah. since I found out how many calories it was, I think of it as like something you have to be in the mood for. Yeah. Um. So I I okay. think we kind of started there and then it kind of went from that to coffee with like creamer and stuff. Mm-hmm. And then it went to just straight black coffee. And yep. then I think but we were in your... I'll hustle back a bit. Um, you know, the when we were trying out all that stuff like tea and sparkling water and coffee and everything, I said many things which genuinely pissed you off. Uh, I think the most notable of which was calling coffee bitter water. Yeah, I got very, I got very triggered. Yeah, to a man like, let me let me explain to y'all. Cademan loves coffee. Oh like, yeah, this man would be a coffee aficionado. Like, like if he wasn't a musician, he would he would double down on coffee. I actually wouldn't mind that. That sounds kind of nice. Yeah, exactly. So. The, that that he this man's second world is coffee. So me sitting here calling coffee nothing but bitter water every time I referred to it really rustled his jimmies. <laughs> it really did. It, like got, it's 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 like mad at me. It's like the same thing as going to someone. And it's like oh that's your music. Yeah, dude, your music sucks. It's like it's telling a, like, it's like telling a metal fan that the music is just noise. Right, like like to their face. It's like that's a whole different yeah. thing. It's it, yeah. So that, yeah. Uh, I, I did. I ever apologize for that? Uh, I'm sure you did. I Whatever. Say, I mean, 
it's not a big deal. Now I like now I liked a bit of water. There you go. But what the point it got down to was we went to we were at your place and then you were like, okay, you clearly don't like the bitter part about it. So let's go to the Starbucks near me and we're gonna get you a blonde roast. Oh, you're right. You're right. And I'm like, okay. But at the time, I was on a low-carb diet, uh, which didn't last, unfortunately, because I fell into a depressive state. And whenever I do that, I fall to my vice, which is food. Wow. Uh, but yeah, so I was like, I can't have milk or cream or sugar or anything. And so basically what I got was water with a little bit of coffee in it. <laughs> and lo and behold, when I drank it, I was like, yeah, this tastes like water, basically, like frothy water. And you tried it and it was, you said the same thing, right? Yeah, I was like, it was, um, I think it was an ice flat white was what it was. Yep, with water instead of milk and no yeah, sugar. which was not a good idea. Don't do that. No, it was terrible. It was basically just expensive water. And we gave that to his dad, who was even more of a coffee aficionado. And he said, yeah, this is basically water. Yep. So yeah, that, then we were like, okay, well, fuck, what do we do? Uh, and then the way that I had cold coffee, and we never thought it was the temperature because I always had hot coffee. Mm-hmm. But the way, we never thought of temperature. I went to work, you know, and at work we have, at, at my new workplace, we have a fridge full of, that's kept stocked with drinks. Um. And, you know, I was, I was tr- still trying to kick soda at the time. So I was like, fuck, I don't want to drink any of the sodas. What else is in here that can give me caffeine? And there were these little shots of cold brew. They were like, you know, it was like a, it was like a shot can of cold brew. Like, yeah, about yeah. I, I know the ones. And so I started pounding those and those tasted terrible to me. And then we got uh, the Starbucks dark roast in the fridge. And I was like, okay, well, the co- we don't have any more of the cold brew. So I guess I'm going to try this Starbucks, this Starbucks thing. And I drank it quickly. I was like, hold on. That doesn't taste too bad. And then I actually drank it slowly. I was like, holy shit, that was it. That was it. It just Ding. has to be cold. I like refreshing drinks. I like my drinks to be refreshing. That's the only thing. That's what I liked about soda was it had flavor and it was cold and refreshing. That was the only thing. So coffee mm-hmm. was a perfectly good substitute because it's it has flavor albeit more bitter than sweet, but that's fine. Yeah. And, you know, it just had to be cold and refreshing, and now it is. And that solved my problem, and immediately I started drinking coffee. Du, 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 du. And Cademan, of course, was elated when I told him because it was Starbucks. Yeah, especially because you were like, oh, yeah, I went to the store, and I got three things of the Starbucks cold brew. I was like, yes! That shit's <laughs> amazing! Yes! Yes. It was a good day. Yep. That is and now I have switched over to the Duncan side because I got some of that and that has a much better flavor to me. Hey, I will take what I can get. Yep. We're now be- I I still think just with oh, like just with time, I still think this is gonna be a rabbit hole. And eventually you will you will manage to find connections from the cold brews that you enjoy and then find the same tastes and flavors in hot coffees and eventually it'll happen but i don't think it's going to happen anytime soon i think the distinction there is that the only the the only warm drink i know of that i actually like or i guess 
two warm drinks that I actually like. So I don't like warm tea either. I like mm-hmm. cold tea, like cold black tea. Really good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, is uh warm apple cider and warm uh chai tea lattes. I was like cold chai uh, tea lattes. But, you know, so I also you, like you might like you might like fall lattes then. Yeah. So what I like about a warm drink is if it's sweet. Like you sweet you didn't like, like the pumpkin spice though, right? Um the pumpkin spice latte? Cuz I I mean correct me if I'm wrong. I feel like we had one and you were like I'm not a fan. That was also the time when I wasn't, you know, I was a little like biased against coffee. So I'd be willing right. to try it again. But traditionally right. I haven't been a huge fan of pumpkin spice things. Like I got some pumpkin sp- like some pumpkin spice uh marinara sauce for pasta. Didn't like oh. it good shit. Yeah, honestly pumpkin spice stuff is like a hit or miss. Like it really yeah. is. Huge hit with you. Uh I mean usually it's it's like it's just the three things that like usually every year I will find that people get right. And then I'll just get tons of those three things. Like, it's not like I'll get pumpkin spice, everything. It's just like those three pumpkin spice things are amazing. And while it's in season, I'll just get a bunch. Like the pumpkin spice latte from Starbucks. Like the pumpkin spice latte. Now that one is very sweet. This podcast not sponsored by Starbucks. Dude, what if? (laughs) Um, Dude, what if though? I wish we could put the Hall 14 logo on the skeleton mermaid and then i don't do think that. she's a skeleton you're just thinking of the you're just thinking of the one drawing you did for halloween yeah i'm saying like but i wish she had something on her skeleton that like was a oh. circle inside the circle you could put the anyway uh-huh. um but that would be a lawsuit um because no, i mean i mean we got the we got that those shirts made you know that's true as long as we, I feel, as long as we make it from scratch and like don't blatantly copy it. I bet if we did it in like a different art style, I bet we could do it. Yeah. Like if I we did know. it more as like an animated thing, it's, I bet that also, would be dope. It's also who you're picking a fight with. Uh, I feel like Starbucks would rain down lawsuits on anything. Maybe, yeah. We're definitely not fucking with Disney, I'm telling you now. Like we're never, we're never making, we're never parodying anything Disney. Cause those got those lawyers are trigger happy. Ice nine kills did. Yeah. And look what happened. They got banned from Florida. Yep. That sucked. <laughs> they got banned from an entire state. Was that what happened? No, I think they got banned for another reason, but it's a, it's a very funny correlation. I, well, actually don't- I, I had known they got banned from a venue, but I didn't know if it was like, Anything, Florida. I think. Hold on. Let me. How does that fucking happen? How does an artist having free speech get banned from a state? Ah, no, it's not banned from a state. They were banned from Disney. Yeah, that's what I thought. Okay. Yeah, they were banned from Disney for violent imagery. Mm Hmm. But yeah, it was the Disney's House of Blues in Orlando, Florida. Yep, they tried to play the House of Blues. I would also like to think that it had something to do with parodying the Mickey Mouse in violent imagery. Uh, they did that post. Or was that when recent? that happened? It it's not recent, but that happened post after that. So they it happened to them, and then Ice Nine Kills responded with that design. Mm-hmm. Um, which hey, I mean, if Disney's already kicked you out, yep, 
<laughs> uh, just uh, while looking this up, I read a tweet by Eyes Nine Kills. Disney's House of Blue in Orlando, House of Blues in Orlando, banned us from performing because of our violent imagery. It's a shame because I know I've seen Donald Duck at a show before. He's an Ink fan. <laughs> That's <laughs> good. Just, I'm, I'm, I'm imagining Donald Duck in the pit, just swinging his arms around, going. Wah, wah, wah. I want him to steal the mic. <laughs> right before the breakdown. <laughs> That'd be so good. If that's not a meme, I don't know what is. <laughs> Goofy, st- Goofy steals the mic. I'm gonna fuck you up. <laughs> <laughs> you mother hooker. You mother hookers. Can we well, get? Can we, a, uh, can we get a Goofy cover size nine kills? Hey, someone already did with Evanescence. You just gotta send it out there. I'm sure someone will do it. Let's just take it a step further and get the quickest way to a girl's heart is through her chest. Oh, that's a good one. That is old Ice Nine Kills there. Yeah, it's a good one though. It's a goodie. Yep. Well, at a at an hour and six, should we should we end this? Should we cut? I think this is a uh, a good place to end it. Uh, but before we do, uh, I never. Uh, you got to talk about what you did for your mom today. Oh, I'm sorry. Know. I'm sorry. It's okay. You know, that that's just how the conversation goes. You know, we find we start with one thing and just find new things to talk about, and the conversation just kind of flows from there. Um, so, yeah, just to bring it back, you know, for Mother's Day, uh, I actually am not allowed to see my mom, unfortunately. It's so sad. Because, because of the whole quarantine thing. You know, she's scared about catching it, and I'm st- I still have to go to work. Because I am in a quote unquote essential worker, which means I still have employment, but it means that I don't get to see my family for Mother's Day. So I have spent the day inside beating Sonic Heroes. Nice. Which is a game from my childhood. Did you like give her a call or anything? Yes, I did give my mom a call. I gave my Nana a call, you know, let them know how I was doing, asked how they were doing. Uh, I don't think they did anything special for today. Uh, oh, my, my, my Nana went and visited her, uh, her mom's grave. Oh, nice. Yeah. Uh, my mom called her mom, which is my Nana. But, uh, yeah, because none of us were able to see each other, we didn't really do anything. Normally we'd, uh, we have a tradition of on Mother's Day getting, uh, Chinese takeout from our favorite place, North China Cafe. Oh, that's dope. I will absolutely shout out that place. They are amazing, and their chicken fried rice is to die for. Nice. Would highly recommend. Uh, and right, I, I'm really sad because uh, they decided to renovate their kitchen right as quarantine started. You know, thinking probably it's probably opportune timing. So I haven't been able to get my chicken fried rice fix. But mm. today, in celebration of Mother's Day, I got some P.F. Chang's frozen chicken fried rice and made that for lunch and i that ate, stuff's okay i met i ate a metric fuck ton of it <laughs> i felt very sick afterwards but very accomplished and then i went and beat well, a game from my childhood that i'd never beat before the ending was not satisfactory oh <laughs> that's unfortunate that's kind of it's been when I've been beating these games because I've been doing this for a while now just taking games that I never beat as a kid and beating them as an adult because now I'm not a stupid kid anymore and uh, none of the endings have been particularly good so I guess 
you know, I was able to keep a starry view of the games because I never saw the terrible endings. Well, in recent news, I uh, I beat Sonic All-Stars Racing Transformed. There's a story mode to that game? Uh, it's more of like a like a World Cup mode. Ah, uh, like Mario um, Kart. Yeah, but I was I was just I was just playing, just kept going, and then I know where I saw the credits, and I was like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> drove right into the end of the game. Yeah, and I was like, oh, okay, cool. Dang, I didn't even know you could beat that game. Well, now you got something to do. Yeah. Yeah. Next time, I'm gonna have to ask for your opinions on Sly Cooper. Oh yeah, I need to play more of that to to get a get a good thing. Uh, you haven't beaten it yet. I've honestly barely played it since the last time we talked about it. Uh, have you at least gotten through episode one? Uh, yeah. All right. It, again, it really saddens me that Sly Cooper 4 Thieves in Time is your first introduction. But on the bright side, you've got three much better games to do. Yep. And, hope, and maybe, hopefully, we can get some streaming going so everyone else can watch you fail at those games. Well, once we uh once we move, I'm sure that'll be a lot easier. Yeah, get that whole set up. I wonder if we, we can get a definitely have the tech for it. I wonder if we can get like an H four like an H fourteen thing to put uh behind the couch or something. Ooh, that'd be pretty neat. I wonder like if a, we like, should, like a poster or a canvas. Yeah, I wonder if we should jump on that whole idea of getting the American flag with the H fourteen and the blue. Oh, that's not a bad idea actually. Just because you know, we've got that we've got the American flag on everything we do. Except for Island yeah. Masks. That was like the one thing. Yeah. It's kind, of, it's kind of our motif, which is funny because our our big motif thematically is criticizing the culture of America. It's also like like an American flag with a logo usually isn't that like crazy. Like I feel like a lot of people do that. That um, is true. Very popular. But at the same time, you know, if we're already kind of associated with it, then why not? Yeah, just embrace it. Yep. And or maybe now or maybe now's a good time for rebranding. Who knows? That all came about because you just loved the American flag. Uh, I think that actually is how it came out. Yeah, no, you loved it. Like you, you had American flag shoes. You all, you actually, at one point, I think you had a whole American flag outfit. Yep, that was for Fourth of July. And it wasn't any sense. It wasn't particularly for nationalism uh, you, nope. or patriotism. You just really loved the flag. Yep, I just liked the aesthetic of it. Yeah, kind of like I like the flag of Seychelles. Because I'm that bitch. <laughs> I've grown to love it more as we've, you know, hung out and do things. You've introduced me to a lot of things that I love now, like horror movies. Mm-hmm. And I will continue to do so. Yep. And coffee. You show me coffee. And coffee. See, see, I'm getting there. Yep. Eventually, you will be me. <laughs> but I was the one who introduced you to Periphery. Uh, technically, that is true. Technically, and I will carry that technically to the grave. <laughs> you show me so many bands, I just want one. <laughs> you should get a tattoo and say technically. <laughs> just in, in quotes, technically. In uh, I feel like that's even better in quotes. It's yeah, it, yeah, it totally is. <laughs> All right, I think we can call it there. All right, cool. Well, um, if you have... State, what's the thing you say? Say your thing. Yeah, okay. 
If you've stayed to the end of this podcast, thank you so much for listening. And if you didn't, I know you aren't hearing this, but thank you anyways. We appreciate all our listens and and everyone who is giving us so much tremendous support. We, In fact, this is a good time to mention again, we have hit over a thousand streams on Cultural Condition. I am just absolutely blown away by that. That is incredible. You guys have been absolutely amazing in your support with me and Cademan coming back with this fresh new sound after two after a two-year hiatus with a whole new lineup change and dynamic and y'all have just been amazing and we appreciate it so much so as usual uh social media platforms facebook and instagram are hall 14 music yep um there might be more ways you can check us out in the future (laughs) hinting at things Mm. yeah hinting Mm. you don't know but we do yep in any case, um, look forward to uh, episode four of the podcast coming next week. Oh, fuck. That is next week. I'll, I'll better prepare for that one. I'll have topics this time. Well, we... <laughs> that's fine. We I think we did just fine this time. Yeah. Well, all right. Peace all out. Right. Bye, everybody.